got that sport, we got that joke, we got that. And we just getting started, so don't turn me down, stop that. From LA all the way to the A. Maddie and Cohen got so many things to say. Switching up the topic quick as I switch up the flow. So make sure you pay attention. Okay, ready, here we go. It's the Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate. Whoop, whoop, welcome to the Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate. Whoop, whoop, welcome to the Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate. Whoop, whoop, welcome to the Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate, Daily Degenerate. Whoop, whoop, welcome to the Daily Degenerate, Degenerate. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Daily Degenerate Podcast, number eight zero. I'm Matty Goldberg. It's freezing in LA. It hasn't even broke sixty in the last few days. Ooh. What the fuck is going on? And I'm joined by in Shmena, Georgia, the legend. I guess that's my intro. That was kind of weird, Maddie. But I was, um, I was waiting for you to jump right in like a wrestler. I go like a wrestler. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am the Michael Rappaport of the South. I am Podcast Poppy. I am the professional devil's advocate, and I am the Johnny Sins of podcasting. My name's Cohen Hughes. I'm joined with Maddie Goldberg via Skype on my MacBook. Um, like Maddie said, from Smyrna, Georgia, where the Braves play. I was at the Braves Stadium last night. What's your record when you go to the Braves game? God, it's got to be it's got to be a little bit over 500. I thought it was like eight and one or something. Ah, uh, hell, dude. Nah, I've seen I've seen more than two or three losses, but no more than four. And I've yeah. seen seven or eight wins, wins. maybe, maybe so you're, nine you're or ten. Four. You're good I'm luck to the that. team. I'm somewhere around that. Yeah. Well, it's good. You you always sit in the nosebleeds, though. Well, so the little app that I have called In We Go, it's like on demand yeah. tickets, and you have a certain amount of tickets you can claim every month, and it's like a like you pay the subscription fee, and that's your tickets. You mm-hmm. geographically check in when you walk to the stadium. Yep. So, you know, hop out of the Uber, hit check in, and then they tell you where your seats are. And how so, far do you live from the stadium? Um, Three miles, I, two miles? Yeah, right at two miles. I drunkenly walked home the other night from Penland's, par- Penland's party at the Battery. but um, And that's like the bar right by the stadium, the Battery? The, yeah, that's the collection of bars. And right now the Braves are right at 500, at 14 and 14. Somehow only two and a half games at a first. And my Miami Marlins, which I put a, a dollar on to win two hundred to win the division, are eight and twenty. Only eight games back. Wow! So they got a chance. There's always a chance. There's always a chance, brother. Um, how was Thomas Panlin's birthday? Was it a rager? Did you meet a lady? Uh, Did honestly, you get plastered. I got absolutely plastered. Um, so Monday or Friday morning, you know, we wake up and um, I text in the group. With you and yeah. Penland, yo, Penny, boy, happy birthday, my kid. Like, what's good? You know, you going to the game tonight? What's up? He's like, no, nah, yeah. we're going to the battery, though. All right, you know, go ahead and prepare my liver. Start drinking water all damn day. And Is uh, that what you do? You have to prepare during the day? Well, I drink a lot of water anyway. I usually drink about a gallon of water a day. But I had to make yeah. sure that I had the whole gallon drank before I went out. That way I don't have a hangover the next morning. Gotcha. And so we go to the game. Me and Brad meet Um, our friend. Um... And I tell him, hey, we're going to the battery to meet, meet Penland. If you want to go, you can. He's like, hell yeah, dude, let's get it. So in about the sixth inning, the Braves are getting beat pretty damn good because of that shitty bullpen. Um, I think Trevor Story had just hit like a three-run home run in like the top of the eighth. For the, and, for the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, for the Rockies. And I look at Brad, and I'm pretty drunk already because me and Brad had a hell of beers. 
And um, I'm like, dude, you just want to go ahead and go to the battery and just go ahead and get into a bar. That way like, we don't have to wait in line for the rest of the people after the game. Because the game was packed as hell, you know. And at about the ninth inning or the end of the game is when that line starts getting 20 minutes long. So sixth inning, we leave, we go, and um, – The Braves up. come back? No, they didn't. They tried to – I think they scored two more runs, but I think it was a two-run game at the end. That would have sucked if you left. They yeah, had yeah. Amazing comeback. It would. But um, we tell Finland, like crap. yo, dog, we're at PBR. We're posted up. It's not that bad yet. And I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. We're just downstairs eating at the Mexican restaurant, the Tacos Feliz, mm. Cumpleanos, whatever it is. Yeah. And um, I'm like, okay, cool. We're up here. So over the course of the next 30 minutes, all of our friends pour upstairs. We had a really deep squad, actually. You know, like I got to introduce Brad and meet him to some of the uh, Kennesaw and Smyrna degenerates that I know. Um, started drinking and where the night really took a, a, a dark turn is where your boy Brad Meacham bought me and Pinland Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. That's about where it went, where it started going down. And where are the ladies? Well, there, there were ladies there. Yes. But Come I was, on, I was, I was too concerned with screaming in my buddy Will's face about how Ron Washington should be the manager of the Braves instead of Brian Snicker. We were it was it was one of those nights like we we just had a raunchy sports night out. There's there's something weird about you, man. Like I love sports. That's why I do this podcast. That's I how I get my games. rocks off. But God, you care more about ridiculous sports stuff than ladies. Hey, like you, like I said, you would take a Utah Jazz championship over, over like life. Dating like a, like the hottest chick in Hollywood. Every day. Like, uh, every day of the week. So I'm talking weird. eight days of the week and twice on Sundays. So weird. You, do you know how rare that would be, a Utah Jazz championship? You know how rare it would be for you to lay pipe with the hottest chick in the world? They're, like the, the Jazz have a worse dreams? shot. The Jazz have a worse shot. Even though I'm bad in the game, the Jazz have a worse shot. I mean, I've experienced cha- my teams win championships, so I... Well, yeah, you and your fucking good... wicked, wicked smart Bostonians, goddamn, get one every six months. So, yeah, but you gotta I know understand, you do. like, I'm an old man, so like '86 to 2001, I tasted nothing. It was the worst sport. I mean, they had great fans, but they had the worst sports city, like locking for a yeah. good 15, 20 years. So they get for trading away Babe Ruth. True, very true. Is that like but, the big one? The big curse is the Babe Ruth curse. Yeah, but that's over. Yeah, yeah, because the um, because of the three zero yeah. uh, comeback. You know it, nice. but uh, I just find it uh, funny with you is that uh, you know you you go out on a Friday night, you think you'd want to score, you want to go to the battery and, and meet some nice ladies, put your batter in their battery, and. You know, you ain't well, doing that's the that. Thing. That's the thing. The ladies You're yelling aren't about nice. Ron Washington. The ladies aren't nice. Well, guess what? When I wake up tomorrow morning, Ron Washington will still be the, the assistant manager of the Atlanta Braves. Whoever personnel that I include in my life comes and goes. And it's not going to change, too, if he's the manager. I mean, it, it's whatever they are, they're going to be. Nah, I mean, Washington, Washington well. plays more small ball. He's more hard-nosed. Like, he, he treats the bullpen different. Like, it's, it's, he has a different management style than Snicker. Yeah, but I'm sure Snicker bounces everything he does off of Washington. That's why he's there. It's kind of like I mean, the, whole, the whole the whole Dan Quinn thing. Like, yeah, I'm sure he takes into consideration, but his stubborn ass says what he wants to. 
That's fine. A head coach in the NFL is, is a little more assertive. Yeah, little more, you have to be. Power. Football's a sport. You have to be. But I just don't get back to this. Like, I just don't understand this. It's just the way I mean, it I is. I figure, I, how old are you? 22. A 22-year-old man at a fucking bar on a Friday night should be chasing the muff. Dude, I got the rest of my goddamn life to chase muff. Chasing the tail. And you're talking about Ron Washington, you nut job. Hey, the Braves are in the window right now. I mean, I know you lost the game. I know Trevor's story sucks. He hit a three-run homer. But, geez, Louise. Hey, that's just the way it even Pat, You said even Penland was a, with a lady. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call her a lady. I'd say she was like an ogre. But What's yeah. an ogre? Ogre. Like she was ugly What's as an hell. ogre? Like a gargoyle. You going to go like on little... record and say that? Well, yeah, nah. This girl that he was talking to was ugly as hell, and I tried to give him the whole like little, uh, come on, bud, like, uh, uh, come take this shot, uh, and it, it didn't work. One I, to ten, what would you give her? Four or five. That's pretty high. Pretty high. I thought you were going to say a one. Well, no, she wasn't like a straight one, but she she was competing for top five ugliest girls there. And how many girls were there? I, it's just a big packed college aged bar. And she was in the top, like in the top five ugliest girls there. Probably. Could she have played center for the Utah Jazz? Did she look like Mark Eaton? She's that scary. She's not that tall, but she's that scary looking. What was the other? What guy? is Penland gonna do when you when he hears this? I don't know. He might have to call me up and be like, "Yo, dude, that girl wasn't ugly." I'm just gonna be like, "Dude, the chick was ugly." Well, maybe she wanted to give him a birthday present. Hey, and if she did, hey, I mean, I mean, if that's the girls you're into, that's the girls you're into. I'm just saying an objective fact. This girl yeah, does man. not look great. So who are you the judge? The, the guy who you asked. Where's your ladies? The fucking the uh, Gail Miller, the owner of the Utah Jazz. She's my lady. Arthur Blank's wife, the owner of the Falcons. She's my lady. You know, I got, I got hella ladies. You're so weird. <laughs> I'm weird, but you're fucking weird. You love it, dude. You know you love it. I find it funny. I find it amusing. Oh, it is. It is amusing that I choose to com- to do with my time. Well, next time Penland's on, I'm going to have to ask about this lady. Maybe he's going to say she's the most beautiful girl in the world. Honestly, honestly I don't even know if he remembered. Penland Did you ever see the movie Shallow Hal? With uh, Jack Black? Yeah. I- I've seen bits and pieces. I've never seen it like yeah. connected all the way through. Maybe it's a Shallow Hal thing. What does that mean? Well, in the movie, the whole point of it is the girl is like 800 pounds. Oh, but God. Tony, but Tony Robbins, it's played by Gwyneth Paltrow. So Tony Robbins puts a, 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 a spell on Jack Black that he sees the inner beauty in people. So he sees Gwyneth Paltrow and his buddy uh, Jason Alexander sees like this massive woman. And? And he goes out with her. And then the spell rubs off, and then he freaks out, and then he realizes he loves her, and he, he so falls he stayed in love with her. her. Yeah, nice. So maybe that's Penland. Maybe Penland got the spell. Maybe Penland got did. the shallow house spell. Maybe he did. And hey, maybe and he it, was just looking for some easy prey on his birthday night. I don't. And I, who knows? Look, what everybody the needs was. a little action. Everybody needs a little action. Even you. Like after the the Utah Jazz lost uh, the series, you should have got. You should have called a hooker. I would have. I would have killed her. That's how mad I was. You would have killed a hooker. <laughs> Buried her. Now out, this outside. podcast is getting good. I would. I was. So I know mad. you just want to get to the X's and O's. You're like, I don't want to talk about the the, the toes. Yeah, I want to get to the well, X's. You're keeping and it classy. You're not asking about how my. 
throbbing cock is. So you're you're. Well, you're I did off the air. I do off yeah, the air, but I ask all my friends. Yeah. I, as a agreeing to all my male friends, I go, "How's your cock doing today?" It's still on somehow. I say, "How you? How's it hanging?" And I go, well, "Like a bugle." Why you want to blow it? That's the Michael Rappaport of the West Coast. Good one. The Johnny, the Johnny Sins of the Sins, West Coast. Baby. All right, so uh, should we get into the NBA? What do you want to start with? You had like you were like, let's talk about the home run derby or some shit. I'm like, why do we want to talk about the I home run? It just shows that you don't listen in the bullpen. Yeah, let's, I'm like, let's do um, your little bit on the uh, least popular NHL. sport in America. Yeah, yeah, this is sad because the NHL playoffs are great. A lot of great series tonight. Bruins, uh, what's it called the Jackets? They're tied one one. Uh, Avalanche Sharks 1-1. The interesting thing about the uh, NHL is that the seating just goes out the window when the playoffs start. Like, there's no rhyme or reason to seedings. I couldn't even tell you what seeds are what. The NBA seedings are so important. They pretty much go by the seedings. Mm-hmm. I do think Milwaukee's going to get beat. But obviously, Golden State will probably make the championship. Uh, so that's going on tonight. My Islanders are down two zip. You put it back on um, the Canes. Don't count the Islanders out, but they're you know they've kind of ran into a team that plays the same style as them, which is really tough. So it's like a grind out, tough defensive game that the Islanders are like kind of playing against a team that's kind of marrying them, who's also on house money because they upset the defending champs, the Capitals. And then the last series. Uh, the Blues beat the Stars 4-3. They're up 2-1. I think the Blues will win that series. I think the Blues will make the Cup. And I think the Blues will play the Boston Bruins. The beauty of the East, though, it is wide open. And for the NHL, they, they got to be a little scared because, you know, you want that sexy matchup. And if Carolina makes it, oh, God. If, like, Carolina. It'll be the, the record-low jersey sales of all time. Well, Carolina versus St. Louis. If Carolina was smart, just go back to the Whalers jerseys. Those are the best jerseys in sports ever. The Hartford Whalers had the best jersey, the best colors, the best logo. Love Whalers stuff. Anytime I see something with a Whalers shit on, I I, I jerk off a little. And my, I, I get a little pre-cum. Matty Goldberg, you're a weird guy. You know that. Just like it's you funny get all pre-cummy you about you know, the Utah Jazz and shit like that. You and know, Rod Washington. Exactly. Like you're at a bar. There's probably hundreds of hot college chicks. They're getting so drunk, they'll go home with anything. They'll even fuck Burton Brown if he was there. Let's not and get crazy. Talk- Let's not get crazy. And you're talking about Ron Washington, you nut job. Hey, that's the way it is. That's why so they pay me the big bucks. That's going on the NHL. Bruins play tonight. I hope they win. But again, these series are so close. All these series are. There's not a team that's just like standing out. Everything is wide open. I do have Sharks money line tonight at plus one ten. That is a a solid bet, but I, I, again, to me, that is a coin flip. Oh, of course that it is. is. I mean, what a great night of sports! I wish I had two TVs because so I could watch hockey and basketball at the same time. I mean, you got the Celtics and the Bruins playing pretty much at the same time. Um, Bru- I mean, speaking- I'll, I'll be I'll be watching like crazy tonight. Speaking of basketball, let's pick these games tonight and tomorrow. Okay. Um. So the first game that's on tonight, eight oh five, my time is um, your Boston Celtics 
And who I said Bucks. would make the championship. Does it look a little like that? Yeah. You're, I am really surprised Boston won game one. Um, they're up 1-0. The spread is seven. Um, I mean, why would you give the same spread when they won by 20? Yeah, that, that's just I mean, are you bad. saying that it was a complete, like, fluke that they won by 20? Well, watching I mean, they, that they game, a, it was like Milwaukee defended Boston like they didn't know what Boston was going to do, and we've seen Boston play the same offense for 90 games so far this season. Well, they Slow, have a great half court. There's methodical, just and they have a lot of guys goes. who can score. Yeah, and, and Gordon Hayward boy, played played well with 14. Hayward points. is back. Imagine, imagine saying Gordon Hayward is back when he puts up 14 points in a playoff game. That yeah, is so fucking embarrassing. That is so bench, fucking dude. embarrassing, dude. Yeah, but he's a he's Good. a bench player. He he hey, he earned all 220 million dollars or whatever dude, the hell it was. If the Celtics win and they have a parade. I'm going to send you so many Gordon Hayward videos, like holding the trophy up. Imagine it's, bragging about 14 points in a playoff game, thinking Gordon Hayward's back. Lou Williams had 50 off the bench this playoffs. Out my face. All right. Well, I like the Celtics. I like them to cover. They, I like what they're doing with the, the Greek freak. They're just uh, smothering him. I like how Horford really well destroyed him. Horford destroyed him. I mean, some of those blocks were epic. Two and one possession and then, at times. And the other thing I know is the Bucks is if they don't hit their threes, they're fucked. It's a long night. They got to the hit Rockets. their threes. They didn't hit their threes in game one. Nope. Celtics hit everything. And I have another theory. Kyrie Irving's a pain in the ass. He's obviously not the most likable guy. He's probably not the most likable teammate. I don't know if we'll be back in Boston next year, but I really think Brad Stevens said this to him. Play the playoffs my way. You can leave. We'll get you a good deal afterwards. But just play my way, what I want, be a team player. I mean, Kyrie's been great. I mean, when he gets hot, he gets hot. It's fun when he gets hot. He'll hit like 10, you know, he'll hit like 10 points in two minutes. But he's passing the ball. And... Just guys are making plays. Like when you've seen Aaron Baines make plays out of nowhere. And uh, what's the guy's name from uh, Cal Berkeley? Jalen Strong. Is that his name? Brown. Jalen Brown. Yeah, he's been great. Uh, you know, they've played really well. I mean, Tatum is okay. He hasn't really turned into the star I thought he would turn into, but he's played pretty solid. They're just playing really good basketball. Tatum's getting and, the rap. and they're playing great defense. They are. They're five and zero. Oh. Five and zero, oh, even against the spread. They're five and zero. Oh. I really feel like they played possum, man. I really feel like this it's, season, like they were like, we don't really. It, it's all about the playoffs. That first game is definitely indicative of the fact that they played possum and kind of put the cruise control on. And once the playoffs came, now we're serious. I mean, think about it. They nearly beat the the Cavs last year. With their star player was Terry Rozier, yep. who now is like the tenth man on their team. Mm-hmm. So, you know they're turning it up now, and I said they would. Did I? Did I not? You did. You're Thank wicked you. smart. And I didn't watch one fucking NBA game. You're I watched smart, a couple. Matty Goldberg with a giant cock. Did you go study at Boston Yard, the Madison Square Garden? And then of course. After that, we got Warriors and Rockets. Now the, the Rockets are bitching about the calls. Yes, some of the calls sucked. 
You know, I'm rooting for the Rockets. I love your boy Panlin. I want him his beard to win. Yeah. I mean, the Warriors have so many weapons. Now, what is this airspace? Are you buying this whole airspace? Because I was introduced to it during Auburn, uh, Virginia, when the guy made the call. And now they're saying, was Clay Thompson and James Harden's airspace on that three to tie the game at the end of the game? Well, I saw, um, God, Steve, Steve Javi, the guy who used to be the NBA ref, who now helps out with ESPN and all the, all the networks. Yeah. He did a little two minute clip on, on sports center, like the next morning when it were, whenever it was in prime time, everybody kind of was talking about and it. And ESPN talked about sports somehow. It, it, well, it wasn't really sports. It was bitching about the calls. It wasn't X's and O's of plays, but it was the but subject that's, matter that's was sports. That's about the game. So, okay, so he says that it's not whether or not he, he's in your airspace. It's whether or not you impede his landing circle. There's a, there's a circular zone, the width of your feet, of when you jump. The, the, the defensive player cannot inhibit your ability to land without stepping on it. So you can and did he call the so foul so or not? No, he didn't call the foul. And, and Steve Javi drew the little circle below Harden's feet, and Clay mm. Thompson didn't get in his in, in, in his landing zone. There was All no right. foul. Well, the, I mean, there may have been a foul if you wanted to call the the light touch on the arm where Clay Thompson got him on the arm, but the but the no, landing position. Yep. It's it, like he drew the line. It was it, it wasn't in the foul on Chris Paul though. Was kind of questionable. Yeah. They didn't get too too much into that one, but watching that one live, I thought Chris Paul deserved or Chris Paul deserved the end one on the three. Um, mm. I don't think he deserved the tax. the 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 officiating was bad. Um, the Rockets did get a, a lot of shitty fifty fifty calls. But, you know, the thing is, I I I'm afraid about where we're going in this because we have to respect the refs. We have to respect the idea that the refs are not favoring a team. Yes, the refs are. are not told to they let Golden State win because Golden State brings ratings. We have to believe that. And so when Houston is like going through every goddamn call, there's calls missed on both sides. And I want Houston to win really bad. I really want them to beat Golden State. But at the same time, there's bad calls on both sides. And you know? that that's my problem. I do think A and B, what you just said, are both true. I do think that the NBA, on a case-by-case basis, does favor teams in terms of officiating. So you're even, telling me they tell the refs. Even outside so, of that. So you're telling me they tell the refs, hey, give more calls to Golden State. One million percent. You're sure? A hundred percent. Then why would we watch any of these fucking games? Because we're idiots. I wouldn't watch another game if I knew why that do, was true. Why do grown adults who wear jean shorts watch WWE wrestling when they know it's fake? Well, you got to ask yourself that because isn't that you? No. I don't. I I would be very disappointed. I hope that's not the case. I get the NBA wants Golden State to win because they bring in ratings. They got all the star players. They even have more star power than the, than the than the Rockets. But it would really suck to know. That like okay, any fifty-fifty call down the stretch goes to the Warriors. It'd be a real fucking bummer. And it is. It is a real bummer. But, but is it true? I I vehemently think so. As long as Scott Foster isn't on Rockets game or isn't on Warriors games, I think the Warriors are like twelve and one in their last games that Scott Foster does not. Officiate. Well, what the Rockets did too, which is smart, is now everybody's going to be watching the officiating. Everybody. So all of America now is going to be like, 
every call they're going to be like, okay, what is this? And the second part of even if A isn't true, the whole teams being favored thing, what I do want is the same argument with baseball. We don't have to respect the refs because they consistently do their job wrong. Why can't we have computers judge the game and security people that hold the players back from fighting? That way we could guarantee we get every single call right. Why Why are we settling for this? Why well, are we settling for we, blown we calls at a, do, at a fault high volume? I mean, except for balls and strikes, essentially computers are calling the games because we're doing replay. You get, you get so, five of those a game or three of those a game. We're getting those calls right, though. It, it, three of them a game. What about the uh, other 98% of the plays that happen? They're right. No, they're not. That's why they're not reviewed. But no, because you only get so many reviews during a game. There are yeah, so but many. How many times do you see a team run out of reviews? Very rarely. If you want to say teams need unlimited reviews, I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I mean, it's a step in the right direction. What, what I think is we should just have computers do it so we take out all human error and bias. Well, that's, that's very hard to do. Not in the world we live in today, dog. There's a Tesla that drives itself on the highway. Oh, I could use you're te- that. You're telling me right. you're telling me that I can't put a chip in a baseball and a chip on home plate and calibrate it to where I could tell if it's black or white a strike or not. That's 100% attainable, no question in my mind. All right. Let let Steve Bezos or or Bill Gates or one of these big billionaires get on it. It'll get done in a week. All right, well, I don't think that'll happen anytime soon, no, it, but I've heard a lot of people the say this, unions though. and the referee unions and everything else is in the way, all the bureaucracy. But in a perfect world, I would love to see every single sport, just like tennis to a degree. It's, they have a computer on every single play. It pings up the, the, the spot where the ball hit on the line, and it is a definitive yes or no, was it in or out. They, they, they don't leave the 50-50 calls to the chair umpire. Gotcha. So, All right, well, maybe someday. Uh, about this Houston Rockets game, though, um, <clears throat> this is one of those where they will come back. And like you said, all eyes are on the officiating now and all eyes are on this game. I do think Houston responds. I don't think they just cover. I think they win outright. So I'm, Well, I'm, they I'm better Rockets win outright. They're, they're not going to win the series. They, this is a must. You know, they go, is this a must-win game? Tonight is a must-win game. In the lightest sense of the word, yes, it is. Because the Clippers went down – uh, what three one and then and then one one more so it's not impossible to win a game down two against the Warriors but you don't want to be down two no zip no, no of course not of course not that is absolutely it is a must play, win game. playing from behind must with a team win. with this with this much star power is a tall order and you know I also think this was gonna light a fire on the Warriors because it's like when you're told like hey the only reason why you win is you get all the calls and you get you know people cheat for you. There could be a little anger. There could be a little resentment. I don't see the Warriors with that big of a sense of urgency. I think they've gotten fat and happy. I don't. Well, I think they're like, hey, man, you think we're fucking getting calls? We're going to whip your ass. And, and and they can almost outright. That's why I don't get why the NBA sways calls either way. Just let the games play out and see who wins. But right. tonight I'm, I'm on Houston Rockets, money line plus 80 outright. Um, probably over 220 and a half. I like over. I'm going with both dogs with the spread. I'm going to parlay both dogs with the spread. Okay. 
Um, so that is tonight at 8.05 and tonight at 10.35. Boston Celtics, Milwaukee Bucks, and then Houston Rockets, Golden State Warriors. What a night of sport. One wonderful night of games. We have a good one. And, and, hockey, and there's too. baseball on, too. Baseball and hockey, hockey. and even some soccer. Well, soccer doesn't really need to be in the conversation. That's how I feel about hockey. Yet. So, so tomorrow night we got Portland Trailblazers against the Denver Nuggets. Denver's up I one was to zero. Very disappointed in Portland. I thought Portland would win. I thought was, they would at least cover. I had the four and a half last night. They were. I was very disappointed in them. Yeah, I did hit the under though. The under was cool. Yeah. At what I think two sixteen or two seventeen is what yeah, I had. Some of these over unders are way too high. Yeah, yeah. For these teams that play like kind of methodically, like yeah, I like get a, that. Philadelphia like Houston, to push, Houston, Houston, Golden State, two twenty three is way too high. Mm-hmm. Houston plays very slow. Um, yeah, I like um, Portland, Denver to hit the under again. I think mm-hmm. both these teams are kind of tired, especially after going, especially Denver after going a seven game series with the Spurs and getting absolutely no rest. Um, <clears throat> I like Portland outright plus one forty five tomorrow, and then under two eighteen and a half. You should, you should change your name to the Moneyline Matt, the the Moneyline Messiah. Moneyline Messiah, I like that. I love those dog money lines. Yeah, well, hell yeah, well, like it's, it's just like the anticipation of the series getting tied back up, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like we don't see Portland going down two nothing to Denver, you know. Like, I like hope even not. you said I like yourself. Portland. Yeah, They're you said it yourself. Denver definitely overachieved, and I didn't think they deserved to beat the Spurs. Maybe if Lamarcus Aldridge doesn't. Not foul in that game seven Saturday night. Maybe it, it is the first to move on. I know, I know. And um, that was actually the second game. Bavada has him out of order. So that's at 9.05. Or no, it's the only game. Holy shit. They only play one game tomorrow night. By the way, Saturday, we got next or next, next show, we got to talk about the Kentucky Derby. Yes. What is our next show? Will be Thursday or Friday? Yeah. Yeah, and at the Kentucky Derby horses. Saturday. Yeah, we can do some horses. You better get in on that shit. I am. I like horses. Um, so that's the game on Wednesday night is um, mm. Portland Denver. I got plus one forty five Portland money line over or under two eighteen and a half. What do you got? Uh, I'm gonna take Portland with the spread. I think they win, but I'll take the points. Yeah, three and a Give half. Give me a few points. Yeah. I mean, just to be safe. Yeah. So, but um, I think they're gonna win. I, I, if they don't, it's weird to think that Denver is gonna probably play Golden State and get smoked. Yeah, it sucks. They're not even in the same no. atmosphere no. as Golden. Even State. Even though they're they're the second seed, it's it's not even. Close. Yeah. So, I mean, I know Houston would kill them. Yeah. Oh my God. So Thursday night. At 8.05, I doubt we'll have the podcast out by then. So what we'll do is go ahead and pick the Thursday night game. Okay. Right now, it's even for me. Is uh, Toronto and Philadelphia. That God, series is tied. Terrible. I know. That the Saturday night game was so shitty to watch. I didn't or and last night's last game. Night last night's game. Too. It was it was bad. I mean, I just like the first game I saw Philadelphia, I'm like, this team has no concept of any team sort ball. of team plan, any kind of game plan. And then they played really good yesterday, and then Toronto was just awful. They were. Just Toronto missing really shots, good. throwing the ball around. Just It was a very weird game because it was so opposite of the first game. It is. But I'm so, going to go with Toronto. Uh, so I, I just have a pick them right now, both even. Um, 
I'll go. They're pretty frustrating to watch. It's like yeah. one of those things that every game, if you bet on it, you're going to pick the wrong team. I like And it'll probably go seven games. They'll probably flip-flop. Yeah, just win one and switch, one and switch, one and switch. I like Toronto yeah. pick and then um, under 214. Both the, If they have as bad a shooting night as they've had the past two two games, under 214 sounds like a lock. Yeah, I agree. Um, other than that, let's go ahead and take a quick look at our NBA bracket challenge. Because yeah, I think all... I'll win it if I get Golden State and uh, Boston. Yeah, we, I hope I was the only one to pick all that. the way through with the first round, and we are about two fifths of the way done with the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, our leader right now is Azor Ahai underscore LBJ Goat. I do not know who, who that is. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. And I also have some bad news. He's tied for first with Azor Ahai LBA. LBJ Goat, Grant fucking Glessing. You know it. Grant is always there, but you know what? You want to start. You want to win late. You don't want to win early. Yeah, you, yeah. You want to use your. So that's all, that really points. doesn't mean much right now, but mm-hmm. of course he's in first. I know he is. Um, gonna win again, that bastard. You're tied for third. You and Penland. I know I'm, I'm gonna win because the Celtics y'all. are gonna play the Warriors. Uh, Bucks still Bucks. You're nuts. Um. Everyone's Who's going to win tonight, right Bucks or Celtics? Didn't we just do that? Didn't we literally just pick that? Yeah, but I want to hear it again from you. Bucks are going to win tonight. All right. To even the series I, 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 I'm like tempted to put some money on that with you. Oh, I guarantee. The Bucks probably probably win and cover. My 10 to your 20. Nah, screw that. Oh, I thought you were so confident. Ah. Uh, Ah, I put you on the spot. Fuck them. So, um, that's our NBA playoffs. Um, A few good games coming up, except for the East, which the Bucks Celtics is pretty good. But other than that, um, let's see. Oh, exciting news for save money on your insurance. I wish by calling Geico in fifteen minutes. Yeah. So, the NFL. The fiscal calendar year has officially started with the draft, yeah. with spring workouts, with Vegas releasing the over-under on wins and losses. And the Atlanta Falcons are Super Bowl bound. Yep. In my checkbook, they are. I think they're plus 1,500 just to win the NFC, so I think I may put some money on that. Um, yeah, oh. But officially, um, I know Westgate has officially, 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 officially released the win totals for the NFL and the odds to win the championship. What do you All say right. we get some wins? Fucking let's go. New England Patriots, 11. Over. Okay. Chiefs, 10.5. Over. But, God, they've lost everybody. I know. I'm, I I may go right at under at 10. Rams, Rams, 10.5. They have a tough schedule, but... I'm going to say over. The only reason I'm saying under, and this is an absolute hot take, I may beat myself up for this after this episode gets released, but last year the Rams offensive line started all every, what, 19, 20 games together. Uh-huh. Um, the Falcons did that in the Super Bowl year, and um, the line had a lot of problems next year. So that's a big part of what 
wins are in the NFL. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick right at 10 just because the line is due for an injury or two. Okay. Saints are at 10 and a half. Under. Yeah, I'd probably say under too. They're due for a regression soon. Chargers, yeah. nine and a half. Over. I say, I agree. Bears, nine. Uh, Probably right on it. I was about to say push as well. Colts, nine and a half. Over. Under, right at nine. Philadelphia, nine and a half. Under. Ooh. Maybe, I was about to say under, maybe right at nine too. Um, and the surprise of the 2019 NFL season, the Cleveland Browns over under nine wins, Matty Goldberg. Over. Under as hell. They're crazy if they think they're getting nine wins. What do you mean? They got, what, seven wins last year? Ah. Uh, they improved. They got much better. Watch, watch. They got the, seven wins, and, and a couple of those losses were with the worst coach of all time. The joke's, the joke's about to come So they would have had nine last year. The Browns fans are always acting, or and the players are acting like they won the Super Bowl by signing OBJ and getting good players. Let's see if they can make it work. Let's let's look at how the Heat started the first year they got LeBron. We'll see some. Yeah, we'll see some personality. We'll see some. Well, no, I meant like the first thirty games, like over that sample size. Like, so I'm going to say over. I'll say under. It's going to take a while for them to gel. Packers at nine. Under. Under. Eight and eight. Yeah, maybe even seven and nine. Pittsburgh Steelers, nine. Over. I agree. Always. Mike Tomlin always gets wins. Ten wins every year, except for last. Um, Minnesota Vikings, nine. Oh, I think it's right there. I'm going to say over at ten. It it is right there. Dallas Cowboys, nine. Under. I'm going to say push. Atlanta Falcons, eight and a half. Oh, your boys. Ooh, I'm going to say under. I'll say over, right at nine, nine, seven. That's I'll okay. Eight and eight. Okay, not bad. Ravens, eight and a half. Under. I think so too. Seattle Seahawks, eight and a half. Over. Over. That I would take. That's a bet I would take. Thank Russell you. Wilson, you're due for ten wins. Hell, I had ten wins last year. Exactly. Houston Texans, eight and a half. Under. I say over. They had eleven wins last year and didn't get much worse. Sean, Sean Watson will, will kind of dig his feet in right here. Tennessee Titans, eight. Under. I'll, I'll say push, eight and eight. 49ers, eight. Under. God, I say under, too. I don't know why. I just don't like the 49ers. Like Jimmy Garoppolo kind of kind of pulled well, he's the – He's always hurt. Yeah, he pulled the fleece over our, our eyes, you know? Well, he's always hurt. Jacksonville Jaguars, eight. Over. Lock, under, of the century. Wow. Nick Foles, come on. I hope your boys in Jacksonville don't I know, that. and I'm sorry, Kirby. I'm Kirby and, and Casey brother, Gregory, I'm sorry. But wow, they're going to kill you. You know Nick Foles sucks, dude. Come on. No, I disagree. How do you say he sucks? I don't fucking get that. He's just a gangly little nerd, dude. <laughs> With a giant cock that He's destroys a... football teams. He destroyed my Atlanta Falcons twice, but god damn, I hate that guy. Carolina Panthers, eight. Under. Push. Denver Broncos, seven. Denver Broncos, seven. Under. Push. Jets, seven and a half. Jets, seven and a half. That's a tough one. Uh, 
over. I want to say I'm over. I'm going to say over. I want to say over, but God, Fuck I don't know. It. I'm going to say I'll over. Say, I'll, 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 I'll ride you. I'll say over. Detroit Lions, six and a half. Uh, over. Yeah, I think so too. Bengals, six. Mm, right on it. I will say over at seven and nine. Bills, six and a half. Bills, it's over. Over at eight and eight. Bucks, six and a half. Right there, I'm going to give him seven. I'll give him seven just because it's Bruce Arians. Um, New York Giants, six. Right on the line. I think, sadly, it, it's, it's going to be one game under. The first wow. year might not be too good for him. Oakland Raiders, six. Over. I like that I bet. Can, I can kind of ride with that. Redskins, six and a half. Over. Under. Arizona Cardinals, five. Over. But I think I'll be right there. God, push push for me. Maybe six. Maybe six, but push on five. Miami Dolphins, last team, five wins. Over. Why? Because you love Rosen? I like Rosen, but I also like their coach. I think they're bringing in a really good staff from the Patriots. Diaz, like, or, or what's his name? Um, Brian Flores. It's like Flores, Patriots Flores, South yeah. down there. Yep. Um, God. That's a tough one. The, the ones that I'm really concerned about is Oakland, the Jets, and the Packers. Who is it now? Yeah, I Joe like Philbin? Oakland over a lot, and I like the Browns over a lot. I think the Browns win 10 or 11 games. Or no, who is, who's the new coach of the Packers? Um, I don't know. Philbin? Isn't that his name? No, he, he was an interim. He, okay. Maybe it wasn't. Well, Matt I just Florida, ordered Fat Burger, by the way. Nice. What, on Postmates? Uh, nah, fuck Postmates. I was about to say, I, I was going to ask if, you, if, you, if you're running back to Postmates yet. On Uber Eats. Um, I, got, I got myself a burger meal and some chicken fingers for later. Oh, yeah. That's the way you do it, brother. All right. Let's do um, the championship odds now that we're sitting right here. Westgate puts New England at 6-1. and one. Kansas City at 6-1. and one. New Orleans six, at 8-1. 6-1, 8-1. One, one. Los Angeles okay. at 8-1. Indianapolis at 10-1. Philly at 14-1. Chicago at fourteen to one, Green Bay at fourteen to one, Cleveland at sixteen to one, and Pittsburgh at twenty to one. I mean, I know you're going to say Patriots, but anybody else there that you that you like maybe some money on? Eh, maybe a sleeper. Those are so hard. Like, I mean, I'm not sure. Like the team to win the AFC, maybe one of the sleepers is Houston at plus fourteen hundred. I like Kansas City. I think if Kansas City can figure out how to get like to replace Hill and somewhat uh, the running back and kind of get you know let Pat Mahomes be the superstar he is. I love Pat Mahomes. What's their number again? Their number. They are. I like them. I would. I would put money on them. Yeah, and I would even throw money on the Jaguars. Yeah. What are the Jaguars? To win the AFC, they're not on the the odds, but their odds to win the AFC is plus 1,600. Yeah, I would put like a couple bucks on that and some money on the Colts as the long Colts shots. Colts is plus eight, 800? Yeah. They're not even getting that much of a value. No, nah, they're not, honestly. Jaguars are. 
the Bills at plus five thousand, even though I know they're not going to win. Like, yeah, worth, I don't think they will. Worth a flyer. Um, I guess my sleeper, my two sleepers are Ravens and Texans, both at plus fourteen hundred. See, I don't like the Ravens. I don't like Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to be exposed as not a good quarterback this year. And people are going to miss Joe Flacco, the great Joe Flacco. Elite. Elite Joe All Flacco. Right. All right, the NFC, let's do that before we got to get out of here. Um, to win the NFC, Rams plus 350, Saints plus 400, Bears plus 700, Packers plus 1,000, Vikings plus 1,000, which is a good value to win the NFC, if you ask me. Um, Cowboys at plus 1,000, maybe do a flyer on that. Seahawks, I know you'll love this one. Seahawks are plus 1,200 to win the NFC. Not bad for 10 bucks. I was about to say, I may, I may throw a tenner on that one. Falcons are plus 1,600. Giants are plus 3,000. Redskins are plus 4,000. Lions are plus 5,000. Cardinals are 5,000. Panthers are 2,500. Anybody that that's you like bad. out of that? I was about to say, that's a good that's value for a, someone who's or a team who gets a healthy Cam Newton back. And if they get their defense healthy, that's not bad. Yeah, I like um, I like that. I'm gonna throw ten bucks on that. Even the Buccaneers. What are the bucks? Three thousand. Put five bucks on that. You never know. I love Bruce Arians. I, that's my yep. Bruce Arians tap. They will get better. They will get a lot better. One hundred percent better. Um, and let's see. They have division odds, but eh, who wants to go through all those? Yeah. Um. We've been doing baseball. Baseball is kind of keeping a light eye on baseball. Nothing too much is going crazy. Dodgers are back in the first. The Red Sox really haven't found a way to win games like in a row. They yet. won yesterday. Though. They won yesterday. They're six and four they in the last have. ten, which is better. But it they haven't help. really. Doesn't help. They haven't turned it around. They just no, no. They're starting to inch their way back to five hundred. But it doesn't help that Tampa Bay is at nineteen and nine, and the Yankees are nine and one in their last ten, despite missing more than half their lineup. Yeah, the Red Sox are in trouble. They might not make the playoffs this year. Sad to they see. They have that giant payroll. Sad to see. Um, no, it is. It is, it, it is crazy to think that um, I heard Jim Rome on the radio yesterday that saying that if the Red Sox don't make the playoffs, it's because of this stretch of baseball that from them right here. You know, like starting off 12 and 17, whenever the Yankees. Well, that's not a bold statement. I mean, it's like if they don't make the playoffs, it's because they've been shitty the first month of the year. Well, no shit. Well, and it's also because the Yankees, like the Yankees, are getting guys back late. Yeah, I mean they're so, in trouble because I, I, I said the Yankees, Cardinals in the World Series. I mean, that's looking good, pretty good. Uh, you know, the Yankees will probably overpass the Rays, and like last year was the Red Sox year. I feel like unfortunately this year is the Yankees year, and when they get healthy, they'll probably add a pitcher in July, and they'll just probably you know steamroll everybody. It's not a bad kinda trade-off. Like, kind of like what the Red Sox did last year. Yeah, yeah, not a bad trade-off in the AL East. You win it one year, I win it the next kind of trade-off. Yep. Matty Goldberg, I think I'm done. What is, what, before I'm we go, flapper. Um, we're going to say rest in peace to our man, John Singleton. Great director, director. Boys awesome. in the Hood. One of my top ten favorite movies are right outside the top ten. Fantastic movie. Higher learning. Great director, higher learning. Your buddy Michael Rappaport was in it. My man, Remy. Uh, also, uh, this the show I forget what it was called. He had a show on FX about crack, which was pretty good. 
It was on like a year ago. It didn't get a lot of traction, but it was a good show. And he's a great filmmaker. Very sad. He did Eight Mile, I think. I don't know if he did that, but Hollywood is really sad today. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. So rest in peace, John Singleton. Great director. Mm. Seemed like a great guy. Mm. Uh, very sad. Boys in the Hood is just a beautiful, powerful, great movie. The the reason that Hollywood respects him so much, at least from what I'm reading, is because of how many young actors, black and white, that he gave a start to. And yeah. Ha- and how he let rappers and entertainers make the transition from that to acting. I think he did that movie, uh, Poetic Justice. Yes, he did. And that was uh, Janet Jackson, Tupac. Yep. But it wasn't as good as uh, Boys in the Hood was his masterpiece, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I enjoy higher learning more, but I, I would be willing to agree with you that in terms of magnitude of art, that was the masterpiece. Yep. All right, Maddie, take it away. Well, I'm just reading this article about Pete Davidson, how he left the comedy show. What a baby. Because the guy joked about uh, his Ariana Grande and Kate Beckinsale. Is this really the most appropriate time to be reading articles? Well, I'm just going through sports, and this came up, so I apologize. I mean, I do have, like, statistics up. I've been jacking off the Ron Washington statistics when he was the manager of the Rangers, doing a little cocaine. A lot of cocaine. Oh, yeah, he loved it. He loved the cocaine. He loved the cocaine. I'm at Flappers in Burbank tomorrow at 10 o'clock. I'm filming something tomorrow in the afternoon about my life as a stand-up comic. I don't know what it's about, but I'll see. Hopefully, it will lead to something big. And I'm Matty Goldberg, one on Twitter, at Matty Goldberg on Instagram. Go Celtics, make me some fucking money. And Cohen, be nice to Penland. If he wants to have sex with ugly girls, You're probably ugly right. girls need love too. You're probably right, they do. Ladies and gentlemen, my name's Cohen Hughes. You can find me, Cohen underscore Hughes on Instagram, Facebook, Cohen Hughes. I don't do Twitter. Uh, you can follow the podcast page at TDDpod. And... Um, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 80. Myself and Matty Goldberg, humbly thank you for listening. See you next time.